Ashley Easter. And I'm Charlie Grantham, and you're listening to Serendipity, the podcast where we explore everyday magic all around us. Welcome back to Serendipity. We are talking about, I think, one of my favorite topics probably so far today, and it is oracle cards. Um, I'm so excited. I, I know, like, Ashley, you introduced me to this topic, so I definitely want you to give background on it because I'm, like, still kind of new, I would say, probably to it. Um, but this is going to be, this is going to be a really fun episode. And um, could you give us some background on like what Oracle cards are and um, how you came to, to use them? Yeah. So I love, love, love Oracle cards. I use them almost every single day and they're just powerful tools to get insight from your intuition and just to look at situations from a different perspective. So what people are probably most familiar with would be tarot cards. And I don't see anything wrong with tarot cards. I don't tend to use them because a lot of the people that I work with, a lot of my clients have a lot of baggage around the idea of tarot cards. Um, but basically tarot cards are just pieces of paper, cards with different pictures and imagery on them. And they've been used for many, many years um, to get you know, insight from intuition and um, people use them for answers to questions and things like that. Tarot cards are, I think, the oldest type of, you know, card in this category. And they actually started out as a game. And then people started taking them a little bit more seriously than just a game. Um, and the reason I don't tend to use tarot cards a lot is again, because some of my clients have baggage around them because they look really scary in movies sometimes, you know, like mm -hmm. the pull the death card or the devil the death, card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even those cards have like a positive meaning to them if you, you know, understand them properly, but they're super in depth and um, have a lot of traditional meaning behind them. And so when you're reading uh, tarot cards, there's a lot, um, there's a lot of tradition behind them, which again, can be a good and interesting tool to use, but I prefer a little bit of a newer, fresh perspective on cards, which are Oracle cards. So they're similarly used like tarot cards where you pull a card, you can do different card spreads and use them for insight on questions and different scenarios, but Oracle cards tend to have you know, lighter, brighter pictures on them. The different artists may go with different themes and categories where tarot cards are always the same cards. Oracle cards could be, you know, an animal and nature theme. They could be angel cards. They could be, um, I have a card that's called the light deck or the moon deck. It's all about phases of the moon. There's so many different types that you can get, like geometric shapes, all, all of these things. But basically the cards will have a beautiful picture on the front or, or not, you know, depending on the cards you get, sometimes they have, um, <laughs> you know, you can get any style you want. So they don't just have to be mm -hmm. beautiful. It can be for whatever style you like. Um, but they usually have, you know, a word or phrase on the card. And then sometimes they'll come with a little booklet that helps you um, understand what the author's intended meaning was for that card. And what you do is you ask a question to the cards. I prefer people to ask like open-ended questions because you get more insight than just simple mm -hmm. yes or no questions. So you can use them that way. Um, 
And then you pull a card and you see what it has to say. And then you ask your intuition how that statement, phrase, the card picture could be applied to your life in that scenario. So they're really not magic. Um, the magic is really inside of you with your intuition and just how your intuition is able to look at a perspective from a different light. I also think it's cool that intuition often seems to pick the right cards <laughs> for the right moment. Uh -huh. But I found them to be such powerful tools. Now, a little backstory. Growing up, I was told that any kind of cards like this, you know, tarot, card, tarot cards, oracle cards were like dangerous. They were sinful. You know, you could, you know, just get into all kinds of trouble and let evil spirits in with them. And turns out they're not that powerful. <laughs> they're just pieces of paper with pictures on them and some words, and you can interpret them as your intuition wishes. Um, but I had a lot of fear around them. And then I went to this um, retreat and I saw some people pulling out, I think they were using angel cards, I think like angel type oracle cards. And I saw this one woman doing readings and everything in me wanted to get a reading because she was offering them to everybody for free in the room. But I was too afraid to do it. And so I was like, I don't think I'm going to do this. I don't think I'm going to do this. But then a couple months later, we stayed in contact and I was like, you know what? I'm really feeling like I would like a reading. Would you mind giving me a reading? And she did. And it was like a really powerful experience. Like every card that she pulled had to do with something that was going on in my life at the time, things she didn't know about. Um, it very much characterized me the way, you know, I do often show up in the world. I think she pulled some cards for my husband too, and they really resonated with him. And from that point, I was like, wow, these are not as scary as I thought they were. Um, and so I started using them. I bought my own set probably in 2018, 2019 and started using them on a daily basis. And I didn't even get a set that had a guidebook because I wanted to particularly just work with the cards myself and see what my own intuition was saying. Um, and even to this day, sometimes I'll use the guidebooks, but I really like to look at the cards and interpret them myself before I look at the guidebooks, just so it can be totally for me and not necessarily an outside perspective, though the guidebooks can be really helpful as well. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of was something that I started really realizing was a beautiful spiritual tool to get insight, to connect and communicate with my intuition in a powerful way. And then I started doing like some little card readings for friends. And um, I didn't do a lot of those, but, you know, I was like, okay, well, this is, this is, you know, fun. This is working. I did some for my husband. And then I spoke at a retreat all about intuition. And I was like, you know what? I feel really drawn to do like a live card reading, which was like terrifying for me at the moment. I had never done it before, but I was like, you know what? This always seems to work. Intuition always shows up. And I had a couple of women volunteer to have their cards read. And they asked these very specific potent questions. And I, you know, flipped the cards. And before I could even tell them what the cards meant, they were already like in tears and gasping, like, oh my God, this is exactly what I needed. And then I gave the reading and they were just like, I am blown away. And so I just saw the power of how, you know, you can use your intuition as a tool 
um, you can use cards as a tool for your intuition to really connect with people and help them see their situations differently and get encouragement and empowerment. Um, and then lastly, one of my big tests for my card readings was I went to, um, it was like a, I think they called it an expo. So it was a bunch of different spiritual people um, selling crystals and candles and all kinds of stuff. And so I rented a booth and I wanted to tell people about one of the products that I had. And in order to get people's attention, I was like, you know what, I'll do a free one card poll for anybody who wants. And this was a, I think it was a two day event. And over those two days, I had 95 people line up to get a card reading. Wow. And I had never done that many card readings before in total in my life, let alone in that condensed amount of time. And what I learned from that card reading was number one, I think I was that obnoxious table because like my line was like all the way back to the door. <laughs> like nobody else is giving away free card readings. So everybody wanted <laughs> that table. Um, um, I learned how powerful the tool is for everyone, people of all ages. And you know, I didn't know these people from anyone and they would ask me a simple open-ended question and I would pull one single card for them or sometimes I would even let them pull the card and I would flip it over and I would read it and tell them what I thought it meant and they would be in tears. There was little girls like, you know, nine or 10 years old. There was, you know, women and older men who are like in their seventies who are coming by and the cards were powerful for everyone. And so that was sort of my crash course in being an intuition card reader. And now I do do it as a part of my business inside my um, membership and inside my course. But I, I swear by them now. Like I, mm -hmm. I don't believe that there's power in the specific card, but I believe when your intuition grabs onto a tool, it's just amazing the information you can pull out for yourself and other people. So that's, yeah. that's kind of how my relationship with, Oracle cards began. <laughs> yeah, that is so cool. I, I didn't realize you gave like 95 readings in one yeah. like short like time. Like, days, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> my voice was so tired. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh my gosh. That's so cool though. Like I love that it was like a variety of people and like ages that felt like, you know, the, the cards were right for them and that, you know, their intuition was speaking to them. That's so cool. Oh, I love that. Um, can you give like, do you have like any personal examples? Like if not, like I will like, you know, pulling cards and asking something. Yeah. So, you know, I definitely had cards pulled for me and I think that's fun when you have somebody else pull cards for you because you have an opportunity for like your intuition to mingle with their intuition and like together it's this powerful force, but I've definitely pulled lots of cards for myself. Like it's, it's, an almost daily practice kind of thing. So there's almost too many examples to give, but I always pull one before like a big launch when I'm doing a product launch. And this last card that I pulled was just so perfect for it. It was about having like your, your soul team around you and being supported during the launch. And I, at some points was feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And then I remembered back to that card that I need to rely on my team. And so my team consists of my coaches and my advertiser and you, my virtual assistant and um, my husband. And um, 
So it was really just a reminder that I don't have to do this work alone that I'm doing. And I always try to find one for myself that I, I will use for a phase of my life. So like the last podcast, we talked about the different life phases. I'll try to pull a card when I can feel an energetic shift happening. So whether that is like everything feels like it's speeding up and things are manifesting quickly, I'll try to pull a card and hold on to that card and I'll set it up for a few weeks or months. Um, like uh, one I pulled was like the, the activation card. And it was in a time where I was like, wow, I really do feel like I'm receiving a lot of activations and things are speeding up. And then I'll pull a card in a season where it doesn't think feel like things are happening quickly. And so I use them in a variety of different ways. Sometimes I'll pull them for a specific question, but I also like to just pull them for um, seasons of life. And when you can kind of feel into when you're in like a transitional phase, pulling a card or set of cards and leaving them out while you go through that transition can be really a grounding thing to pull you back. And I, I do that real frequently. Yeah, that's so awesome. I you're the one who introduced me to them and you had told them, I guess you told me about them like I guess it might have been like during the pandemic you might have mentioned it to me. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't I think I was probably like really busy and I was just like okay, like I think it wasn't maybe the yeah. right time for me to like know about them or something. So I like I had I listened but I didn't, you know, buy them. And then it was like last March or April in 2021 when um I asked him like okay what were those cards again because I just randomly thought about it and you sent me you know the link so I got the same deck that you recommended and um I really like right away like I just I really liked them a lot but after going through intuition mastery I use them so much more um I think and that just goes to show that it is not about the cards it's about your intuition because it's like my intuition um, I was had a stronger connection with my intuition after going through intuition mastery. So it makes sense that it, it feels more powerful now. Um, and so, yeah, I totally agree with what you say. Like, it's not the cards. And I don't think I necessarily understood that when I first got them, that it's not the cards that have magic. Um, it's, it's you. And so I think for me, I think they're probably like my favorite tool to use because I feel like I'm all over the place all the time. My brain is just like spinning. Like that's just how my brain works. And so sometimes it's a little difficult when that's happening to like lean into my intuition. And so doing like the spread, like doing, pulling a card, it actually just makes me like sit down and like focus on this one thing. And so then it's like all quiet and I can actually hear what my intuition is trying to say. So I think that's why, I like to use them so much and I have two stories. Well, I have a lot of stories, but I'm only going to tell <laughs> two and they're similar stories. Um, but I feel like they show like kind of like how the cards like aren't magic that it's in you. So I said on the last podcast that I just got a new job. Well, before I even interviewed for that job, I had interviewed for another job. And um, when I left the interview, like the interview went so great, but I had this feeling like I literally started crying because I was like this is not a good feeling like I don't know what it is but like I just feel like I shouldn't take the job and then I was torn because I hated the job I was in so I was trying to get out of that job but I'm like maybe this isn't the right job and I, I just like couldn't I was like overwhelmed it was like I had all these things and I couldn't like focus on like what my intuition was saying 
even though it was like pretty obvious by like me just crying for no reason over the thought of taking the job. But anyway, I, so I did like, so it's called like, there's different spreads. And I like went through the guidebook and it said, there's one called the decision maker. And so um, you basically take um, three like pieces of paper or sticky notes and you write the different options. So I put like, I'm not gonna like get into like all the details for it, but basically one was like, take the job and then do this thing take the job and then do this other thing or don't take the job. And so those are my three paths. And like, I folded them up and like I shuffled in with the cards and then I pulled the card for each one. Like it was sitting on top of whatever the, and then I did one at a time. And then the first one I pulled was take the job and do this thing. And it says it's a dance with life, do something to change your energy. And I was like, Okay, I don't know what that means. And then I pulled the second one. It said, take the job and do this other thing. And then it was, what are you being called to journey to? And I'm like, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. You know, <laughs> so I'm like really confused. And then the last one, of course, is don't take the job. And the card was stop overthinking. You're already doing it. Keep mm-hmm. facing your true north. And I was just like, yeah, I already know. Like, I already know. That's why I was so upset after the interview, even though it went well, it was just because I knew I was going to have to call him and say like, okay, I have to withdraw my application. And so that right there is just you. It's not, I feel like it's not in the cards. It's in you because I already knew like that card could have meant anything saying like, stop overthinking, but it was so clear in that, um, in that situation for me, like immediately and immediately after I did that, I made the decision and I didn't go back on the decision. Like that was it. And then I ended up getting this amazing other opportunity to have this, this other job, which I know for a fact, I'm going to love so much more than the other one that I turned down. Um, okay. So that's one, right? This morning we had another amazing Oracle, um, card reading. So Nate, Um, he told me I could share this. So he's like, has opportunities in his job to take like different courses. Yeah. And they'll like reimburse him to their online classes. And, um, this morning he mentioned that he was going to take another one and they're like very long. It's like 16 hours or something like that. And I was like, Oh really? I was like, you know, I just got, you know, finished working 60 hours a week. I thought we could have some free weekends because of this. He was like, well, I feel like I want to, and I was like, okay. Like, you know, and then we stopped talking about, and then like 30 minutes later, he just said, you know, what? I think my intuition's telling me not to take it now and to wait until mm. at the end of October. And I said, okay, great. Like, that's awesome. But then 30 minutes later, he came out, he was like, I don't know, maybe I should take it. And I was like, okay, you're now listening to your ego. As Ashley would say, like his intuition told him immediately. Right. And then it had this overthinking of this and that, and this and that, and it's making him question like his intuition. So I was like, do you want to like pull a car? Do you want to, he was like, okay. And I was like, okay. So I did the decision-making one again. Cause I like love uh-huh. that one. And I wrote like for him. Cause he was like, I was like, do you want to do it? And he's like, no, no, you do it. And so I wrote like, um, let me see. I, I have them here. So it was like, okay, start the class this weekend start the class next weekend or start the class at the end of October. And he, um, I put, you know, I shuffled or whatever. I picked them for him. The first one was start, uh, wait, let's see. No, the first one was start next weekend. And the card was play. It said, have fun, celebrate. Don't be so serious. And he was like, hmm. <laughs> like, I don't think that's telling me to work. You know, I don't right, think that's telling right. me to do the class. <laughs> So then he picks the next one. The next one says deep replenishment, 
retreat, rest, and be held. And he was like, hmm. (laughs) And then the last one was the end of October and it was the star seed one. And it said, what lights you up? And so we, which he kind of like immediately was just like, okay, obviously it needs to be the end of October because the other two were telling me I need to rest. And that was one of the reasons he was contemplating it. It's like, should I take this time off and just rest on my weekends or should I be in class all day? Yeah. And this star seed one, like, let me find it in the, um, in the little guidebook here. It says, um, let's see. So like, it says that he has like a double mission and then it says, um, many arrive with a feeling that time is running out and that there is something they came here to do or create or contribute. Um, it's basically encouraging you to answer the call, all this stuff. And he read that and he was like, oh my gosh, this really feels like, yes, like I need to, because it said something like a lot feel like there's time is running out. He's like, right. okay, like time's not running out. That's always going to be there. This time is fleeting. And then he's like, also like, it made me feel like that is like my calling. Like, let me rest now. Like this says, and like have fun. And then at the end of October, I can like focus on my calling and do that. So it was really cool because if you notice the difference between like mine and his, mine was like a little more like vague. Like I was just like, I don't know what this means. I don't know what this means. And then that just said, stop overthinking. But like my intuition was like, okay, yeah. We know what this means. And Nate's was a little more like very um clear <laughs> cut, like play, rest, and then do it. Like, and it was pulled in that order too. Mm-hmm. It was literally like play, rest. So it's almost like he really felt like, okay, I need to have fun. Yeah. I need to rest. And then I can do this thing that I feel called to do. So I just oh. thought it was, those were cool examples to show like how it really is within yourself. It's right. not, it's not about the cards being magical or anything like that. And sometimes it's, it feels like a little more abstract, like, Oh yeah. Like, and your intuition can like pull for that. And other times, like, I think with Nate, maybe he like needed something a little more clear cut, right? Literally said spelled out like play (laughs) rest, (laughs) but it's so fun. He was so excited after that too. He was in such a good mood before he left for work. He was just like, okay, I know what to do. And I think that's, what's really beautiful about Oracle cards about intuition is that gives you a sense of like peace. Like it gives you, like you made the decision and makes you feel like you did the right thing, the right decision. And you can just like go on with your life and not be like just obsessively worrying about like this one issue um, because that's how I felt when I was like, should I take the job? Should I withdraw my application? And then as soon as I was like, I was like tortured for like a whole day. And then I finally decided to draw the car and it was like, oh, okay. Like I can relax and move on with my life. I don't have to like keep worrying about this. Oh, that is so cool. I, both of those are so much fun. And I love how, again, like you said, it's, it's not about the cards. It's about how the cards made you feel and mm-hmm. like the relief and the, the direction from there. And one other thing that just kind of came to my mind about you know how it really is about how you feel, I think sometimes we can pull a card that gives us a reaction and like, it's almost like, you know, if you were just doing a yes or no thing, I'm just using this as an example, and you pulled a yes card, but all of a sudden you had like this, it wasn't an ego reaction, but like an intuition reaction of like, oh no, I don't want to do that. Like even that is telling you something, it's activating your intuition. So whether your intuition Mm -hmm. agrees with what is being pulled or your intuition is like, that is exactly not how I feel. And this is illuminating 
what my intuition's really saying. Like I had a card reading a couple of weeks ago from a woman who she got some things right. Um, and she got some things that I was like, okay, that's really amazing. So for instance, um, I have been studying the archetype of the goddess Isis and have really enjoyed learning about her. And there's, there's just been some serendipitous things about that in my life in the past. Um, but I went and I got this card reading done. And one of my questions was, I just simply said like, what's the Egypt, Egyptian thing? And I didn't give her any background. I just simply said that. And then she immediately started talking about ISIS. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, she mm-hmm. is picking up on it. And she gave me some insights. But in that same card reading, she told me some things about my life and about places that she felt like I needed to um, heal more in. And like I even told her in the moment, I was like, you know, I feel like you're talking about a past version of me because that's really not what I feel anymore. I think I've healed through that. And, you know, sometimes a card can give you something, your ego's like, no, I don't need to work on that. But it really wasn't an ego thing. It was an intuition thing of being like, no, that's already done. She's picking up on old energy of places where I have been in the past. And so whether somebody else is reading cards for you or whether you're reading cards for yourself, pay more attention to the reaction your intuition has to the cards than the cards themselves. And you know, if it agrees with the card, if your intuition agrees with the cards, that means something. If your intuition is like, no, that is not it. You know, also pay really close attention to that because again, it's inside of you. The cards are just a tool to get a reaction from your intuition. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And speaking of readings, would you do a, like a general reading for everyone listening? Yes, absolutely. I would be happy to. So I brought with me today my cards. Um, this is the Starseed Oracle card deck. Um, it is by Rebecca Campbell. And it is, I really love her card decks. It's one of my favorites. She also does the Worth Your Light card deck, which you have Charlie. In. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. It's so pretty. <sighs> well, I'm going to do a three card poll for the collective. And so everybody who's tuning in, Just maybe take a deep breath. Center yourself. Open yourself up to receive. All right. These three cards in this order. Okay, this first one is loosen your grip, coping mechanisms, density, addiction, let God in. The next one is messenger, serious energy, bring harmony and balance. And the third one is a new earth. It's happening. Keep holding the vision. All right. So. When I see these cards together, the part about loosening the grip, I think a lot of us are in a season where we really want something to happen in a certain way. We really want um, our manifestations, whether that's in relationships, whether that's in work and job, whether that is, um, you know, just something in our life, we really like it to happen in a certain way. And we feel really almost addicted to 
a certain way it has to happen in our lives. And this is a call to loosen your grip on that and let, whether you call it God, universe, divine source, whatever, to let that in and kind of take the reins. Like you can let go and allow this to happen. Your grip is actually a coping mechanism because you feel like if you loosen your grip, you're gonna lose control, but you're really not in control anyway. So loosening your grip and your almost addiction to having this done a certain way, when you can release that, then you're, allow, then you're allowing mystery, the divine to come in and be able to guide and direct the next part of the path versus you trying to direct it in a way that you ultimately don't even know which direction it's going to go, you know, for your greatest good and for the good of the planet. And sometimes we think we know what we want. Maybe we even do know what we want, but it's just the path, the how that we, you know, think it can only happen in this one way. But when we let the divine in, it can happen in a variety of ways that surprise us and are beyond what we could have ever dreamed. And then this messenger card, um, bringing harmony and balance. So when you loosen your grip, when you kind of surrender to allowing the universe to take control, that is when you are going to be open to seeing the other signs of the different directions you need to go. That's when the message is going to come through to you. That's when you are going to not be so hyper-focused anymore on it has to happen this one way that you're going to be able to see the messages that are showing up all around you. And it's going to bring you into a place where you feel that harmony and balance instead of that rigid, dense control of you trying to make it happen. We can take aligned actions and intuitive steps towards a goal, but once we've done those things, then we have to release and let it happen. And as soon as you do that, that's when you're going to see those signs and synchronicities, those messages coming up for you. And the last card, the new earth card, is just a reminder that it's all happening for you. You know, keep holding the vision of what you want. It's just the how that you're letting go of. It's just the way you think it's going to show up that you're letting go of. Um, you're really creating a new earth for yourself, a new manifested experience for yourself. And you can keep holding that vision and know that it is happening. It just may not be happening in the way that you thought you could control it to happen in. <laughs> so overall, loosen your grip while still keeping the vision. You're releasing the how, knowing that it's all happening. And when you release that grip, you release that how, then you're going to start to see those synchronicities, those messages. And that's going to give you a sense of harmony and balance, which is going to ultimately be the way that you're going to ride in on to that new earth vision that you're creating for yourself. I love that. Oh my gosh, that. Okay. I really like that. This, this was the reading for, you know, on the show, because talking about like letting go and like loosening your grip and like you're letting go of control. I feel like when you do that, you actually open yourself up to more serendipitous moments. So, because those are just, you know, like finding something go without looking for it or a happy accident. Like that's what that is. And if you're trying to control everything, like you can't, it's harder to access those, um, those moments. And so it feels so serendipitous that that was the reading on our show serendipity, because I feel like that's something that in order to be able to fully appreciate and recognize and have those serendipitous moments, you do have to loosen you know, your control and your grip on things. So that is so, that was my immediate thought. I'm like, that is, that's just really cool. Uh, sometimes when I do card readings, I 
don't really know exactly what I'm saying. So I'm going to have to listen back <laughs> to it because I kind of just get into flow. But um, I like, yeah, I like that a lot. And I do, I do think that that makes sense. Um, I don't know if that's the same with you, but if, if you've done card readings for other people, sometimes I just get into it and I'm like, what did I say? So I have to listen it back. But that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. And these yeah. are some and cards. Maybe we can post them on our Instagram. Yeah. We'll post them on our Instagram. Um, but if, the, if these cards resonated with you and your intuition, like we would love to hear it along with, you know, any serendipity stories you have, um, you can, you know, write us, email us, DM us, our emails pod.serendipity at gmail.com. Um, our Instagram is serendipity.pod. You can send an audio message. And like Ashley said, we'll take photos and upload that, um, to our Instagram so you can see the cards. Cause yeah, I do. I don't have that deck, but, um, I think you said Rebecca Campbell yeah, also yeah. is, yeah, the artist and she made the, uh, work your light cards and they're so beautiful. I just like, I like to even just keep them out cause they're so pretty. They are. I want to like frame them. Oh <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And feel free to leave us a review. We know, or you know that we would love to receive that. And just for sending us a review, hopefully it's five stars. Yeah. <laughs> on uh, Apple Podcasts, send us a screenshot of you um, writing that review, you know, screenshot it before you hit submit because it goes into the ethers for a while and we won't see it for a bit. And then we'll come back around, take a screenshot then, and then send it to us either by email um, or you can, uh, send us a DM on Instagram and we will give you a free gift, which is some custom serendipity artwork. They're either prints. There's like, I think five choices of prints for your wall, for your phone background and for your a laptop or desktop background. They're super, super beautiful. And next week we are going to be talking about our favorite, most life-changing book selections. And yes. so if you are a reader, whether that is like reading books or if you like audible, like I do, mm-hmm. you're going to want to tune in for that. So yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for watching, listening. It's so good to spend time with everybody here. I love this so much. <laughs> I know, me too. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs>